Hello and welcome to the Essential Daily Dozen. This is going to be a Hatha yoga class with your 12 poses you should do every day. These classes that you love so much. We're going to start in five minutes so that I can say hello to you guys, ask you a few questions so that we can connect before we start the class just so that we can tailor the class specifically for you. So if you're watching this after the fact and the recording, go ahead and scrub ahead five minutes if that's what you'd like to do. Um, and then we can, uh, you can get started right away with the class. You might want to listen and answer the questions so that I can tailor the class specifically for you next time. Because what I'm really curious about is why you love these 12 yoga poses you should do everyday classes so much. So if you're here, say hello in the comments. Let me know where you're joining from so I can say hello to you. Tim's already in the chat saying hello to everybody. So hello to Tanya. Hello, Angela. Hello, Amy. Thanks for letting us know that the sound is going well too. This just gives us a chance to do a little sound check as well. So what I'm really most curious about is why you love these 12 poses you should do every day classes. Is it that they're a daily yoga class? Is it that they're really prescriptive and that I say, okay, these are the poses you should do every day? Is it that it's a Hatha yoga class? Is it that I tell you the benefits of each pose as we go along? So let me know. That's maybe three reasons. Maybe it's another reason. If you could let me know in the comments why you choose these classes again and again, because they're continuously in my top 10 of videos that you guys choose and so I'm doing more of them for you but when I create a new one I want to make sure that I'm creating it for you in a way that you love. <laughs> so it really helps me when we have this kind of conversation so I can tailor make classes that you specifically love. So hello, hello Victoria from, from New York City and um, yeah it's just great to be with you guys here today. Um, Amy says, all of the above, great poses, she needs the directions, and she loves hearing the benefits. So maybe it's just the trifecta. <laughs> we just hit the, 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 the nail on the head. Elaine Marie is here, first time. She's been doing yoga on her own for 15 years, and she wants to get a new perspective with a class or two or three or four. Well, welcome, Elaine, and uh, we would love to have you back again. Thank you so much. Hi, Jane. Welcome. Linda's here from New Hampshire. We're going to get started in uh, about three minutes. I'm just asking you a quick question so that I can tailor make these classes for you in the future. What I said was these 12 poses you should do every day classes are super popular. They continue to be in the top 10 of my videos. And I'm curious why you like them so much. Is it because they're daily yoga? Is it because they're super prescriptive and I say, these are the 12 poses you should do every day? Or is it because when I teach them, I say, this is the benefit of this pose, this is the benefit of this pose? Is it because it's Hatha Yoga? Or is it something else entirely that I'm just not figuring out? <laughs> and it would be really helpful if you let me know so that when I make the next version of this, I can make sure that I'm hitting the nail on the mark for you guys and continuing to make classes that you enjoy. So, because you guys really love this. Okay, okay. so hello, uh, Rennie. Really great to see you. Rennie's been a longtime practitioner with Yoga with Melissa, as has Jane. So really great to have you guys with us. Natalie, also a member of our community. So great to have, have you. Um, so Natalie says she likes that it's Hatha and she likes to know the benefits of the pose. So it's that mind-body connection, isn't it? So I guess that's why. Um, Jane likes it because it's a well-rounded experience. That's the other reason I wanted to offer you. I, th I think why you guys like it is because it's a full-body class. Is that why you like it? Because if it's because it's full-body, I maybe need to put that in the title too, that it's full-body. Let me know in the comments if that's why you like it too. Um, yeah, Tanya says it's because it's whole body. So Jane's saying, yes, full body. It's the whole body thing, right? You, so you want to get the whole body in a practice because I guess it's sufficient. Um, yeah, 
I mean, other classes that tend to be popular are neck and shoulder classes and hip classes. But yeah, I think that whole body thing is popular. Excuse me, I have to cough. <laughs> Victoria says she loves all the styles of classes I teach, especially practicing live together. It is nice to have the variety. We did just release three yoga nidras because I'm just getting over COVID. But it's so nice to be back practicing hatha again. And um, we're hoping it's going to warm up here so that I can get outside and film some classes outside because I know you guys love the outdoor classes. I've had these outdoor classes uh, planned for like more than a month and it's just been so cold. There are even plans so that I can do them all standing up so I don't have to lie on the ground where it's even colder. <laughs> it's even been too cold to be outside standing up to film. So I hope it gets, I hope it gets warmer. Thank you guys for the um, input. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys, okay. You guys like, so it's the combination of things. You like that it's prescriptive, you like the benefits, and you like that it's full body. So I think that I need to make sure that I say that it's full body and maybe kind of put that in the title somewhere. Okay, welcome everybody. Hello, Maria from Romania. Hello, Victoria. Hello, Angela. And I really appreciate this feedback. It does help me to make sure that I'm creating classes that you really like in the future too. So never feel afraid to send me a message. You can either email me at admin at melissawest.com or you can uh, put it in the community tab um, or you can put it in the comments here. It's always great to hear, hear it from you. Okay, great. Yep, thank you. I really appreciate this feedback. It's so helpful for me. Okay, we're going to start the class now. So I'm just going to set my plane my phone to airplane mode and I'm going to I'm going to turn on a, a timer so I can help to pace myself. Okay, let's do the intro again. I'm going to take off my glasses too. <clears throat> Okay, welcome to this 12 poses you should do every day, the Essential Daily Dozen. These are great. This is going to be a full body half a yoga class. We're going to spend one hour. We're going to start resting back in constructive rest pose. So sometimes you're going to need two blocks for this class, by the way. Sometimes it's nice. Some of you like this variation where you can put your feet on the blocks. I personally love it. If it's for you, great. You can do it. If not, you can just put your feet on the floor. It's totally up to you. If it feels more restful and allows your hips to sink into the joints, then that can be a nice benefit too here that the hips can already start sinking. This constructive rest position is very restful. So we're going to start with three-part breathing. Three-part breathing is incredibly regulating for your nervous system. It increases your breath capacity. It helps to reduce anxiety. It also helps to ease depression. It's just an all-round great breath practice. So let's just start by opening up the breath in the lower belly. And with any pranayama practice, with any breath practice, it's really nice to remember you only need to go to about 70% effort. Never over-effort in breath practice. Just let it be easy without any jerkiness. So focus on breathing into your lower belly here. It can be helpful to place your hands on your lower belly and feel breath movement underneath your hands. Three-part breath builds awareness. It increases energy flow. It clears blocked energy channels. And then bring your hand up to your rib cage. And feel breath movement here into the front sides, backs of your ribs. 
And remember to let this be gentle, easy. This is the beginning of our practice. So we're preparing our body for practice with three-part breathing here. This is a great way to prepare your body for practice or meditation. Bring your fingertips up to your collarbones and breathe right up to your collarbones. These breath practices are great for insomnia. I love them for insomnia. As we move on to putting the three parts together, I'll explain how that works a little better. It's also great for building lung capacity if you have any breath issues like asthma, COPD, you're recovering from COVID. And then we're going to put these three parts together and we're going to use our arms for this and that way we'll be able to lubricate our shoulder joints as well so create mobility in our shoulders so you're going to inhale into your belly bring your arms up a little bit keep your shoulders heavy and inhale into your ribs and then inhale into your upper chest arms come all the way overhead and then exhale the arms down and around Inhale, belly, ribs, upper chest. Exhale, down and around. And so when we're talking about insomnia, this is a nice breath to do without the arms at night because that big, long exhale, down and around, uh, exhale, just lets you feel like you're falling asleep, sinking down into the ground. So incredibly grounding if you're feeling ungrounded, which you might be at this time of year. We're in a transitional season, whether you're in the northern or southern hemisphere right now. And you're getting the added bonus of the shoulder mobility here. Let's change the way you're doing your arms. So you're going to go uh, around the sides. Inhale, belly. Inhale, ribs. Inhale into the upper chest all the way, all the way overhead. And then exhale straight down this time. So inhale, belly. Inhale, ribs. Inhale, upper chest. And exhale, bring the arms straight down. So we're warming up the shoulder joints here. And we're opening up our breath. We're preparing our body for our yoga practice with three-part breathing. This helps to decrease your heart rate, lower your blood pressure and cortisol, so your stress hormone levels. And it supports you in using your full lung capacity. And then you can pause here and the next time you exhale and just feel the difference taking a breath. Feel the difference in your breath, feel the difference in your shoulders, maybe even in your neck up into your head. Notice if you feel more grounded, maybe a little less stressed, more connected to your body.
Then you can push one of those blocks off to the side. You're going to take one of the blocks and you're going to place it. Actually, you can use both of the blocks. You can take one block and place it underneath your head. And the other block you're going to place between your knees. I want your knees at a 90 degree angle and the other block underneath your head. Okay, we're going to work with some thoracic rotation here, opening up our spine. I want you to use your, I'm on my left side, so I want you to use your left hand to hold your knees in this stacked position here. So if you're on your right side, you're going to use your right hand to hold your knees. And then you're going to inhale, you're going to open as far as you can without letting the knees sway. Okay, so we're really working with thoracic rotation here. The part of your spine that is connected to your rib cage, which, tend, which is the part of the spine which is the least mobile. So without forcing it, you're going to inhale and open and exhale and close and just remembering this is actually only our second pose so we've done one was our three-part breathing with the arms so some shoulder mobility with three-part breathing and number two our second pose is thoracic so just let yourself be easy don't force things too much choosing the appropriate edge we want to stretch, not stress our nervous systems, especially because we're going to be doing an hour-long hatha today. We want to finish the class feeling rejuvenated and refreshed, not exhausted. So doing these twists like this are great for releasing the spine, great for back pain, Great for all the internal organs. <clears throat> it's great for your digestive system, relieving constipation. It's really good for preparing your body for back bending and forward bending, both of which we'll be doing in this class today. Releasing the thoracic spine specifically also helps to release the shoulders. Let's go ahead and roll over to the other side. So again, bringing the legs up to that 90 degree angle. I'm on my right side now, so I'm going to use my right hand to keep my knees there so that my top knee doesn't slide back. This is keeping it in our thoracic spines right now. So you're going to inhale open only as far as it can go so that the knees don't slide, so that we stay in the thoracic spine for this one. Okay. So this also opens your ribs and your lungs to help increase your breath capacity. And there's two ways we get energy according to traditional Chinese medicine. One is through the food that we eat. And the other is through the air that we breathe. So if we have better breathing capacity, then we're going to have better energy. So this will release your low back, your hips, and your shoulders. Just notice how slowly over time you're experiencing more range of motion in this um, reclined twist release. Okay, and then we're going to come onto our backs. And you're going to just check in again and feel the difference, most likely, between your neck and shoulder complex, probably your low back, 
maybe your hips. Maybe if you have digestive issues, you might feel that. Take a breath too. Notice if you're able to take a more easeful breath in and out. And we're going to move on to our third pose. So our third pose is going to be knees to chest pose. So this is great for releasing the low back and for digestion. It presses right on your ascending and descending colon. And I'm going to give you a few options for this. You're going to, you can release your feet to the floor and then lengthen out because then we get a nice opening through the colon. So we're going both ways here. And then also you get nice opening up through the intercostals and the shoulders again. So then you could bring your feet in and lift here. That's going to require less strength through the um, core. The other option is going to be to challenge your core quite a bit here. And you're going to keep your neck relaxed and take your legs out long. Keep your core engaged and lower your legs down here. And then pick up your legs and come up. So inhale. Exhale, core is engaged, extend the legs out long. Inhale, exhale, engage the core, draw your legs up. So you know if this is appropriate for you. Inhale, exhale, engage the core. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. So great core strengthening here, low back, digestion, and then we're also opening up the whole body. Remember to listen to your own body. Take a break if you need one. You can always break in knees to chest. You could do some rocking from side to side here in knees to chest. This helps to release your gas, increase circulation. You're lubricating your shoulder and hip joints. You're massaging your pelvis, stimulating your reproductive organs. So lots of great things happening here. Okay, then we're going to come back to center. So that was three, the third pose you should do every day. I do love a knee, some version of knee to chest pose. It's really great for encouraging elimination, which is just fantastic for detoxification. Okay, the third, fourth pose you should do every day is a, some kind of side bend. Great for your spine. You want to move your spine in every direction. So we're going to do a recline one today. I'm going to bend to my left side and when I do that, I'm opening up for my liver and I'm compressing my spleen, but you're also affecting the gallbladder meridian on each side. And when I'm here, I'm going to inhale, take my right arm overhead. So I'm also getting some shoulder mobility here and exhale, lowering it down. Inhale, overhead. Exhale, lower down. So there's some nice stretching and compressing happening here on both sides. Great for your organs, great for your spine. All those vertebrae of the spine are opening up on one side and compressing on the other. In yoga, we have this saying that you're only as old as your spine. So when we take care of your spine, it's so good. And then come back to center. And these side bends also really help to prepare your body for later parts of our practice, like our back bends. And then side bend over to the right side. So now you're opening up the left side where your spleen is. And then you're going to inhale. Open your left arm up and exhale lower. So we're getting a little bonus of some shoulder mobility, which is so important because throughout our day, our shoulders are basically just glued by our side because our day-to-day -day life really don't require us to do much besides have our arms glued by our side with all our keyboarding, driving, even walking, our arms are kind of glued. 
So it's really good to move them a lot in a yoga class and lubricate those shoulder joints. So you're increasing your circulation here. You can probably feel that blood flow. And I'm really feeling a really nice blood flow up into my brain now. Some really good benefits here. And then coming back to center and just pausing and noticing how you're feeling. Maybe you can feel that increased circ circulation and blood flow because of the shoulder movements. Okay, so we've done four of our poses that you should do every day. You're a third of the way through your class. If your daily doesn't, coming up, we're gonna move into our hips, which are like the transfer station of your body. We're gonna do a 90-90 stretch for your hips. So how about we take our right hips, our right shin, so it faces the front, front short edge of your mat, and your left hip, so it faces the long edge of your mat. And what we're gonna do is we're just gonna switch that, so now your right shin faces the long edge, and then your left shin faces the other short edge. And we're just gonna go back and forth. And so this is a nice little mobility drill that you can do that's so good for your hips. Our hips get so tight, sometimes it's from um, sometimes it's from being still sitting in chairs. Sometimes it's because you're active. <laughs> so either way, you're kind of doomed with your hips. <laughs> so we got to keep them mobile. But we're not doomed because we practice yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's come so that we're facing our right hips and then you're gonna fold forward over your right hips. You're gonna inhale, come up and you're gonna exhale, come forward. So this is a nice, uh, actually a really nice variation on pigeon. We often do pigeon, but this tends to be a lot more accessible for people. This 90-90 variation with the back leg bent. And then we can go over to the other side and we want to do those um, folding forward as you exhale and inhaling coming up. So in the 90-90, you've got one that's in external rotation, one that's in internal rotation. So that's why it's really a really nice variation here too. And then we're going to come around again. And we're going to do that 90-90. We're going to fold forward. We're going to come up. We're going to ask this internal rotation to do a little bit more. Lift that back heel. Lift the back heel. So a little bit more internal rotation. And then come back. So here we are again, and then lift the back heel. You're doing great. Keep the shoulders relaxed. Let's not undo everything we just did in the upper body. Okay, let's come back to the other side, 90-90s again. And we're going to, we're going to come here. 
we're going to uh, just fold forward here again. And then again with the internal rotation. And then come back. And again, folding forward. So hopefully you can feel your hips really warming up and really starting to feel quite lubricated here. And then lifting that back heel. Okay, so you are doing so well. We're going to come on to all fours now. You can, this is a variation of cat pose that I've been really liking. You can use your blocks here and come onto your forearms if you like, especially if you have wrist issues. This is a nice uh, version to work with. If not, you don't need to. Uh, we're going to just do some cat pose. Exhale, round, and inhale, extend. So cat pose is like the quintessential pose for your spine. We love it as yogis. You can also do cat pose sitting cross-legged if this bothers your knees or sitting in a chair. So we're on to the sixth pose now. And there's so many things we can do from the base of cat pose too. So I want us to do some circling of our, of our rib cage here. So circle your rib cage. and then circle the other way. Sometimes we like to call scraping the peanut butter jar. And we can also get back into those hips quite nicely here. So you can take your left leg out to the side. You can just do some rocking back and forth here. So you're really getting into the groin here. Nice groin release here. And I often like to add a little side bend here in that one so you can walk over towards that left leg. So you can bonus side bend and groin release here. And then let's take the other leg out to the side. So the, uh, rocking back and forth. So cat pose is really only limited by your imagination, I think. And then walk over towards your right foot. So you're getting a side bend, releasing the side. When we're walking over to the right, you're opening up the left side. So gallbladder meridian, but also spleen. And then, of course, that groin release here. Okay, coming back to the center. Coming back into cat pose. And this time I want to do some thoracic rotation. So take your hand behind your head. Take your elbow to your wrist. Press down through your knee. And inhale, rotate up. So this mobility... Again, because the, the ribs are connected to the spine, tends to be more challenging.
So cat pose is going to release and strengthen the spine, stimulate the organs and the circulation system. It's energizing, distressing, and relaxing. It benefits your chest, your diaphragm, and your breathing. And right now, it's so this this is so good for thoracic mobility. And the more you work on that thoracic mobility, I can tell you from my own experience that switch sides, it really supports that shoulder release, that neck release. So when you are doing your left side, press down through your right knee. Let's uh, come into the seventh pose that you should do every day, our essential daily dozen here. And what we're going to do is um, you're going to start by walking your left leg through. You may want to have extra padding underneath your knees. The best way for that would be probably a blanket because we're going to be lifting up to potentially so walk your left leg through and you could use blocks here too that's why i brought them forward and in this pose i actually do kind of want you to come upright more right away because i want you to really pelvic tilt and get into the front of the hip more than i want you to in in lunge pose we can really like lean into it but then we kind of bypass that the the psoas and the, the hip here so it's really more effective if you pelvic tilt and ask your hip to do some work here and you get into the quad and everything more so i think that's more beneficial you can feel the difference uh coming upright more and tucking the tailbone under really getting into the muscles more So the benefits of lunge pose is it improves um, the circulatory system. We're going to come into, um, well, the way we're going to do it, it's really going to strengthen your lower body. If you, you can just stay here. It's going to improve your circulation the way we're going to do it. It really opens up the hips, which tend to be tight. So it's great for countering the chair habit. So you can choose to, if you want to, tuck the back toes under and come into a more upright lunge, and then you're getting a really great lower body strengthening exercise. All the muscles of your lower body are working now. You can have your arms out for balance. So now you're strengthening and stretching at the same time, so great stabilization. If it's too much, come back down to the other lunge. And then we're going to lower and we're going to take a little break. Okay, so you could break in child's pose. So the benefits of the, the high lunge that we're doing, it um, improves the circulation system. Um, it's great for low back pain and it supports the functioning of the internal organs. Okay, so let's try that again. We'll set it up on the other side. So you're coming up and we're going to walk the right leg through. Ooh, I can feel that. <laughs> I'm going to feel that later coming up with the right leg forward and we're really doing that uh, tuck the pelvis under so you're feeling the opening of the left hip here and we're just focusing creating that mind-body connection between the psoas here and i can feel it into my quads my quads tend to be quite tight though so it depends on your body but try not to bypass the hip by doing a big 
sweep forward. Really create the mind-body connection through that pelvic tilt. And just let the rest of your body relax into it. So you can even shake out your arms, drop your shoulders, let the rest of the body sink into the structure of, your, of the support that you've created in the lower body. And then what you can do here is curl the back toes under, this mat is so slippery, and come up. Okay, so now all your lower body muscles are working and you're still opening the hip, which is a great way to create that stability and the, oh, the flexibility. Let your upper body stay loose. Your lower body can do all the work. And from here, we're actually going to come all the way up to standing. Okay, good job. You did, you did a good job. <laughs> okay, so from here, we want to just shake out those legs because your quads are probably burning, your hip flexors are probably burning a bit. And we might want to, let's just have a water break. Okay, so we're on to pose number eight, which is going to be Natarajasana. I love this pose for so many reasons. It is a balancing pose. It is a chest opening pose. It stretches out the quads, which tend to be so tight. So I love it for all those reasons. You don't need to do this pose on your mat. You can do it right on the floor, which will help with your balance. So let's just start, let's build it. Let's just start by standing on your right leg and holding on to your left leg and spending some time, like we did with lunge pose, creating that good alignment with the left leg. So we want the left leg pointing straight down, rolling that left shoulder back and down, opening up that left hip. That's, that's all I want us to do here. So, and you're balancing, not all, you know, there's a lot going on. That's why we're building it slowly. So, roll the shoulder back and down, open up the hip, drop the knee, take a look. So I thought my knee was in line. You want right, your knee in line with your other leg and your chest open. That's all I want us to do here. And breathe. So you can see how this pose already opens your chest, opens the hip, stretches the quad. And we're, we're not, that's all, we're just, we're just doing setup here. Okay, let's do setup on the other side. So this time you're gonna stand on your Left leg, <laughs> I was, I was mirroring you, but okay. So left leg, hold on to your right foot or ankle. Roll that right shoulder back and down, and let's just bring that right leg in line with the left. Open up that hip, that right hip and shoulder, and let's take a few breaths there. You can see I'm using the wall for balance here too, just to focus on alignment and breathing here. Drop the tailbone. Okay, let's go back to the first side. 
And let's keep building this pose. So you're standing on your right foot now. You're going to bend your left leg. This is the, the benefit of a 60-minute class is that it gives us time to build to a pose because we did all that hip releasing. We did the side bending. We did the back bending. Uh, we did the twisting, which will support us in doing the back bending. So roll your shoulder back and down. Drop the knee. Open the hip. And you could even experiment with bringing the other hand around. And let's just do that. That's all I want us to do. No more. Let's build the poses slowly. When we build slowly, our nervous system feels safe. When our nervous system feels safe, it will unlock the key to the poses for you. Check and see if your ears are over your shoulders. You might want to, I was looking down. You might want to look up a little bit more, bring your ears back over more. Okay, let's release that. Let's come back to that second side. So now I'm standing on my left leg. I'm going to set up that pelvis to begin with. So it's pointing down, my hips are open. My shoulders are back and down. I'm going to bend that right leg, bring the legs in line, and maybe take my hands around. That's all I'm going to do. Press down through the supporting leg. Okay, and then release. And we're going to roll the shoulders back and down. Okay. So let's come back to the first side again. And this time we're going to experiment with pulling the heel away from the buttocks. So let's try something a little bit different this time. You're going to stand on your right leg, hold on to your left leg. You can try to hold on on the inside of your foot, which will open up your chest a little bit more. Drop that leg down. You can bring the opposite arm up and pull the heel away. So just notice what giving your body all that time to prep did, where we didn't, you know, we gave it all that time not asking much of it, and feel what uh, happened on that final expression of the pose was for you. So it's nice having the 60-minute class because it gives us a little bit more time to open up. Okay, so holding on to the inside edge of the, of the foot, drop the tail, bring the opposite arm up, inhale, exhale, and pull the heel away. And I teach the version of, of um, dancer where you stay upright. It's much more challenging in the body. And then you can release that. Great. So that was dancer pose. That was number eight on our daily dozen. And we're going to come into, I'm just going to drop the mat for these standing poses. We're going to come into a version of goddess pose. So you're going to turn your toes out, take your feet wide. And you're going to sink down here and drop the tailbone. So this is so strengthening for your legs. And in this version, you're going to rotate one shoulder forward <laughs> and rotate the other shoulder forward. So this is really strengthening for your lower body. And the way we're doing it today 
is it supports you in releasing your spine and shoulders and it improves blood flow to your organs. And then we're gonna alternate that with turning the toes in and coming to a wide-legged standing forward fold. come up again toes turn out and then you're going to sink down into the goddess victory squat feel the strength of your legs pull the knees back and then do those shoulder rotations here keep your butt low and then come up and then turn your toes forward and roll your pelvis over your leg bones notice how easy that is after we did all those 90-90s that and all the twists prepared your body for this standing forward fold and standing forward folds are a great way to teach your body to do seated forward folds too Okay, you're going to heel toe it in, come up. You're gonna need your block for the next pose. We're gonna come down and we're gonna come into a squat position, but you're going to use the block. So you're actually sitting on the block, but you're in a squat, okay? So this is much easier on your knees. This should be accessible for most people. <clears throat> in this position because there's you're not really weight bearing on the knees here okay um, so what we're going to do in this position is again get into that thoracic spine so be gentle with yourself um, what you're going to do is you're going to rotate open don't compare yourself to the instagram models and rotate open pardon yeah, we're on number 10, revolved squat, sitting on a block. This is, this is a great one to do every day. So this is great, um, a great hip and groin and heart opener. It's a great one to open your chest, your diaphragm and your breathing. It's great for digestion, elimination. It's great for your pelvic organs. It's great to release your low back. And I love these thoracic rotations here. You can see they're very challenging, but consistency here over intensity, okay? So if you practice them consistently, you would see a big improvement on these. And remember, you want to stretch, not stress your nervous system here. We're going to come back to the center and you're going to set up your blocks. You could use a bolster for this too. And you can choose where you want to be on this. If your chest is really tight, like this would be the advanced position. Or you could have a, a position like this, which would be less intense. 
So I won't, depending on how often you've done this pose, I would want you to build to this position. This is a great one to do every day, a restorative pose to do every day. So uh, for a while I was on a kick of doing legs up the wall every day, restorative locust every day, and fish pose every day, because this really opens up your chest. And our chests are so rounded forward, and most of us have had COVID now, and so this is a great way to just really open it up and improve the um, capacity of our breathing. So you're going to rest over it in whichever position works for you, or you could use a bolster too. This is number 11 of poses you should do daily, the essential daily dozen. So if you come onto it and you're not feeling any stretch here, then definitely come up a little bit higher. We want to challenge the tissue a bit. And we've done a lot of chest openings, so notice what it feels like in your body. And you're just going to relax here. So this, this we'll consider our pre-shavasana here. Let your body sink and yield into the block. So you're opening your chest here. You're opening your diaphragm here. This is a great counter to all those times that you're rounded forward over your desk or your phones. It's great for your thyroid. It helps to improve circulation as well. So we're going to be in this pre-shavasana in supportive fish pose for five minutes. And so your job in a restorative pose like this is to yield into the ground and into the props and let gravity and time do all the work. When you're in this pose, focus on breathing into your pectoral muscles, which are just a little bit lower than your shoulders and higher than your nipples. So between your nipples and your shoulders, so that you're sending that oxygen to the place that's getting stretched the most here, that's opening with gravity. We have about three more minutes here, so we can really let go here, really let the chest open.
You can picture those muscles softening like warm taffy. So if, if toffee was, we do this thing here in Canada where you take uh, maple syrup and you pour it on snow and then it becomes hard. But if you were to pick it up and warm it in your hands, it would become soft again, like soft taffy. So that can be your image for those muscles there, which might be feeling a little tight here. Your neck and shoulders are going to feel so great after this because the chest, the fascia is all connected here, so it pulls on that neck, the neck fascia. But the mind-body connection is very powerful here. So if you visualize the chest like soft toffee, just softening, softening. Take another deep exhalation. And then you're going to bend your knees and tuck your chin and come off the blocks. And you're going to rest back for Shavasana. You may want to pull a blanket up over you if you've cooled over the course of the class. And just, you can have your knees bent, especially if you have low back issues. You could have your legs long, whatever feels best for you. You can have a hand on your belly or one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly or palms up out to the side. Just check in and notice how you're feeling at the end of the class, in your physical body. mentally, emotionally, energetically, spiritually. Notice your connection to the earth. And continue to rest back here to receive and integrate the class. You did a lot in this class. And I'm going to sit up and read you a poem. So the 12th pose you should do every day is Shavasana. And this is a non-negotiable, taking time to lie down, feel your connection with the earth. And at the end of every yoga class, this is the most important pose because it allows you, your body to have time to receive everything that's just happened. So... I feel like I'm preaching to the choir, but it's just so stress relieving. It allows you to remember that you're part of nature and to connect with the truth of who you are, which is peaceful, compassionate, kind, loving. It's just so important at the end of class to take that time. This is a poem by Julia Fehrenbacher. I love poetry. I find it's also a beautiful way to connect with my spirit each day. It's called One Breath Away. There is something about this evening's walk. Maybe it's the way sunshine fills all the little puddles or the wide awake green of the farmer's field. Or maybe it's the soft end of another day sky. I don't know. Though I think it has more to do with how here I am, how open these eyes, how listening these ears. Each step carries body closer to quiet, further from the static of this world, this mind. This evening, I see that it is not what I look at that matters, but the closeness of the looking, 
which makes me think that that fifth grade boy who, despite every reason not to, smiled a smile that held no trace of storms or befores. Whatever the reason, the holiness of this ordinary evening fills me until my insides ache. I stand still in the middle of the darkening trail and throw myself open, tucking away the knowing that I'm always one awake breath away from this thing I've been living for. So that was One Breath Away by Julia Fehrenbacher. So gradually allow your breath to deepen, wiggle your fingers and toes, invite some movement back into your body. Slowly roll to your side and pause there for a moment. And you can make your way up to a seated position. Thank you for joining me for this Essential Daily Dozen, an OG 60-minute Hatha Yoga class. I'd really love it if you press the like button. And if you're not already subscribed, thank you so much for subscribing. That means so much to me. And why don't you put, I'm one breath away in the comments. And, Thank you so much for being here. May all beings be happy and free. I'm sending you so much love from beautiful British Columbia. May your joy be as deep as our ocean. May you be as rooted as the old growth trees in our forests. May you be as strong as our mountains.